0: very warm welcome to our daily podcast it's ruth here and it's saturday today saturday the 7th of november hope you're all having a tip-top week and um, we still do not have a united states president however it is looking more and more and more likely that it's going to be joe biden uh, which i am very pleased about but we have to wait more and more and more hours for them to actually announce it because they're being Incredibly slow uh, so hopefully they will finish finally finish counting, they've been stuck in Pennsylvania, has been stuck on 99% for about nearly two days it feels like, it's not been quite as long as that but it feels like that long so I'm hoping that they're going to uh, finish that very soon and um, be able to announce something so let's pray this morning uh, this Saturday morning uh, let's pray O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, you are my God, eagerly I seek you. My soul is a thirst for you, my flesh also faints for you, as in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So would I gaze upon you in your holy place, that I might behold your power and your glory. Your loving kindness is better than life itself and so my lips shall praise you. I will bless you as long as I live, and lift up my hands in your name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Today is the feast day of Willibrord of York, who was Bishop and Apostle of Frisia in 739. So... His collect, I've never heard of this chappy by the way, his collect for the day. God, the saviour of all, you sent your bishop Willibrord from this land to proclaim the good news to many peoples and confirm them in their faith. Help us also to witness to your steadfast love by word and deed, so that your church may increase and grow strong in holiness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And so as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever, Amen. So today's Bible reading comes from 2 Timothy chapter 2, and we're looking at verses 8 to 10. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 8 to 10. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel, for which I am suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. Therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus, with eternal glory. today's uh, reading from the Irresistible Revolution a woman in the US came up to me after I had spoken about my time in Iraq and told me with deep sincerity that she wasn't really very political, she just wanted Muslim folks in Iraq to come to know the love and grace of Jesus I told her that that is exactly what I want, we considered together the ethos of our world and asked the question are Muslim people any closer to understanding the gospel of peace and the God of love and the answer was quite clear to us as we sat in the prayerful silence. Too often, we just do what makes sense to us and ask God to bless it. In the Beatitudes, God tells us what God blesses. The poor, the peacemakers, the hungry, those who mourn, those who show mercy. So we should not ask God's blessing on a declaration that we have we will have no mercy on evildoers. We know all too well that we have a God who shows mercy on evildoers. For if he didn't, we'd all be in big trouble, and for that, this evildoer is very glad. Rather than do what makes sense to us and ask God's blessing, we'd do better to surround ourselves with those whom God promises to bless, and then we need not ask God's blessing. It's just what God does. When I returned from Iraq, I was speaking everywhere, from mega churches to activist rallies to the United Nations. I've heard so many beautiful stories of courage, congregations that have caught the vision for God's borderless love and erected the Iraqi and Afghan flags alongside the US flags at their altars. Originally I thought that I went to Iraq for the Iraqi people and for the kids in my neighborhood, but as I've, as I have traveled, I have come to see that I also want to that I also went to Iraq for our friends and family members in the military. Over and over, soldiers have come to me with tears in their eyes, pouring out their inner conflict. As they feel their spiritual and national allegiances collide. Soldiers have come to the altar to ask for forgiveness for what they did in Iraq. One young soldier came forward for an altar call in which I invited people to disarm and lay their burdens on the altar. He said that he was one of the ships that fired the Tomahawk missiles into Baghdad while I was there and now he was living with that. And we prayed and cried out to God. Another older soldier came up to me and said, "I have been all over the world with the military. I was in Afghanistan, I was in Iraq with tears in his eyes. He told me about his struggle with his identity, and he handed me his dog tags from around his neck over and over. We have had soldiers visit our community and live with us. We have helped some of them leave the military. Others have returned missionally, leading Bible studies in the military like they were little like they are in a little Christian underground church." Another friend, still, another friend still in the Air Force told me about Bible studies they were doing in the military, reading books by authors like Walter Wink and How- John Howard Yoder, prophets of Christian peacemaking. So now our common worship responses. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, That glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. That glory may dwell in our land. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Your salvation is near to those who fear you. That glory may dwell in our land. So our prayers today come from the writings of David Adam. Let us pray. Holy God, we rejoice in your presence, we live by your power, keep us in your peace. We give you thanks for all who have encouraged and strengthened us in the faith, for our early teachers and for preachers, for faithful witnesses. We pray to you for the whole worldwide church, that it may lead people to your love, your peace, your joy. Above all, that it may draw many to know your presence and your grace. We pray for those who suffer for their faith. Lord, we pray that you would come to your people who yearn for your peace. Come to those people who cry for your love, to those people who search for your joy, to those who walk in darkness. We pray you would bring your light. We pray for friends, family, for those that we share our lives with. Strengthen our fellowship through your presence. Guide our actions by the power of your spirit. Amen. So let's join all our prayers together by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer. It is in the modern version today. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Well, thank you once again for joining me today. I look forward to being with you again tomorrow. Uh, Not tomorrow, tomorrow's Sunday. I will be with you on by the powers of uh, the clever internet through the webcast on uh, tomorrow. So uh, I will look forward to being with you on Monday. Um, We are on day three of lockdown, so I hope that uh, you're all surviving okay, and uh, I look forward to coping together next week. So may the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil, and keep us in eternal life. Amen.